Welcome to the Fair Chase Podcast. It's like, yeah, it's going to be physically it's hard, suck, but it's also like the best. Later on, that's the story you tell. I got a new strategy. It's, you just go kind of lick your finger a little bit like this. Aim high, play the wind. And then you aim high, you play the wind. It's a new aiming technique that I'm working on. You brought this up. Yeah. It's because you had target panic so bad. Yeah, I didn't have it so bad. Before we jump into this episode, we have to thank a few companies that make this show possible. First up, Vortex Optics. We run their binoculars, spotting scopes, and uh, a lot of their clothes in their Vortex wear line. Quality hoodies. sweaters and hoodies, t-shirts, hats. Yep. You uh, can save yourself 20% on that stuff. Buy. Ooh, it's a new code. The code TFC20. Check them out. Next up, Trophy Line. Trophy Line. No secret, we are saddle guys. We like to hunt in saddles, make the jokes if you want, but yep. they're super light, super effective, and we're big fans of Trophy Line. This year we're going to be running the Mission Platform or the EDP Platform, the EDP. depending, and uh, running the Covert Light. Yeah, nice and light saddle. Lots of good adjustability on that. I feel comfortable walking with that thing out in the woods. Go yep. check this thing out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on the next purchase. Next up, Prime. The bow that got me to switch back. I think I feel like I got you to switch back. You did, but but I like. But it was it's a big because part. of Prime shootability, shooting your bow, their accuracy. Uh, we're big fans of Prime. They're Michigan company. Jared's shooting the Nexus Four. I'm shooting the Nexus Two this year. Go check them out. G5Prime.com. We uh, we're big GPS map users on our phone. Um, I get tend to get lost a lot, and Jared you do tend to get lost. A lot. Jared can't always be next to me. When you don't have Jared with you, you can have a little Jared in your pocket. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is an awesome platform. We know the guys. They're local here in Grand Rapids. And you can actually download other apps, stand locations, plot locations, whatever pins that you have, you can download them onto the HuntWise platform. So you're not, you can, give you it just, a try. You can just hit the ground. And you're not losing your research. Yeah. So go check this app out, HuntWise.com. You know, I was actually asked this weekend if we weren't partnered with Vector and like I had to shoot a different arrow would I shoot vectors? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I said, yes, of course. Yeah. I love them. I shoot extremely accurate with them. I've never broken one. Yeah. And the sweet thing was is you pretty much just tell Isaac and the guys over there your draw length, draw weight, and I think your tip weight. Your tip weight, and they have a – And then you customize the whole thing. And you they can do it right tip, online. cut, and everything. You don't have to mess with the bow shop or anything like that. Check these guys out, vectorcustomshop.com. For 10% off your order at checkout, use TFC10. Good luck out there. Shoot straight. Welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase Podcast. We've got an exciting episode today. I'm very excited. But before we get into all the excitement, uh, we got Weston and Nick on. Dudes from Trophy Line, buddies of ours. First things first, like we were just hanging out with Weston in the Michigan Tack. Like, I mean, we had weeks ago. times we drank um, mead and played beanbag. That was a great place, by the way. It yeah. was if beautiful. Any, if any- if anyone came up to the Crystal Mountain Total Archery Challenge back in like June, when was that? 10th through 13th? 10th through 12th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like yeah. that. 10th, 11th. There is a meadery up there. M E A D. Like mead. Like honeybee. Like a mead. Called like St. St. Ambrose Cellars. That's it. St. Ambrose and It was just a solid hangout spot. It's outdoor episode. This episode is brought to you by St. Ambrose Sellers. <laughs> I mentioned the Fair Chase and get 10% off your yeah. I wish. purchase. Uh-huh. I, I would have came home with a lot more beer. <laughs> Mead, I'm sorry. So, yeah, it was, we hung, yeah, go ahead. Hung out. It was, it was nice. fun. The only problem was 
Like, I, I don't know. Was it a problem? Nick, you weren't even there. I, I heard you were just hanging out doing well, nothing. Well, you know, I actually was on the other side of Pennsylvania at a winery, brewery, and distillery all in one. So, well, not the time we were there, but they do have live music. Uh, and did you beat all of the trophy line team in being in uh, cornhole? Yeah, lesser company. <laughs> I, I absolutely did not beat them in cornhole. I'm not a cornhole champion, so I, I wouldn't do very good no matter what. Jared well, loves the cornhole. I I love to bag. He does That's love it. to bag. He bags a lot. He's all serious about it. Throws it a certain way for a certain spin. And I think we took a couple, didn't we? We yeah, we we beat a couple teams. You didn't play us. You beat me, oh, probably. We were playing West. I had, who did I have on my Who was that on my team? It was team? me. I was no, not on my team. A nobody, yeah. Oh, yeah, we were on a team. Yeah, you, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't win at all. But we had a lot of fun. We looked good doing it. Yeah, that's oh, what counts. You, you might have. I don't know about Weston. <laughs> Mom says. So anyway, but it sounds like, yeah, you probably yeah, had it was, it. it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, well, I'll be doing That was my first tack. And so to have, you know, you guys so graciously, you know, ease me into my first tack and make me feel safe and comfortable, mm. you know, I love, I really appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll lose an arrow and there's snakes everywhere. I didn't lose a single arrow. Not to brag. Oh, I did. You, yeah, you did. Just one. <laughs> Technicality. But- Listen, one's not bad for, for those events. I mean, some guys are walking up that mountain with, you know, 12 missing, so. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. It's like do a little better, buddy. Sometimes you get a little spendy <laughs> out there with your arrows, you know. You're probably taking things oh. a little bit more serious than ever before. Oh, I'm I'm <laughs> flinging those cheap arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I went well. We went out with some guys that we had kind of met at a shoot, but it was like I don't know. Sometimes it's like, do they expect us to be like amazing shots because we have a podcast? Because I hope because not. They outshot us. Both of them outshot. I did not. I've been having I've been having my own demons. My own you know, uh, target panic demons. And I, they were like in full effect for that event. And they, I hope they didn't expect greatness because they did not get it. They did not yeah, get it. Straight up mediocrity. You got to think every time you're on a podcast, they're out slinging arrows. So exactly. They're spending this time. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we did that. Um, got to hang around the trophy line booth and actually try some, uh, pretty cool some pretty features. cool stuff pretty cool nick. pretty cool stuff nick yeah thanks mm-hmm. for showing them to us nick at tack in michigan why oh, my were representative you? my representative west yeah you sorry. had your consigliere's there uh why <laughs> yes. where, where, where where what were you up to why were you not there well i was actually on a, a much needed vacation with my wife without the kids so it was Ooh, it was pretty nice you got to do that sometimes checked out when i'm um Went to the wineries, distilleries, all that. Checked out some waterfalls um, in the Northeast PA. So it was, it was a good time. So I'm glad you guys had fun, but it was well needed for, for me good. and my wife. Good. Were you were you by the um, the Water Gap, the Delaware? What is it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we I, went I, to the, the Bushkill Falls there. Beautiful, okay. beautiful spot. Yep, I know exactly. I live in New Jersey. We drive through and we'd always go past the Delaware Water Gap. And I remember one time we drove through and there's this rabid beaver story that like it, <laughs> it bit like attacked this person who was with these boy scouts and like bit this guy and like, wouldn't like go. And the guy's on shore and he, they were in tubes on the river, obviously. And they get, and these, <laughs> these boy scouts being the boy scouts that they are 
killed this beaver with like <laughs> sticks and stuff that was attached to their leader. Lord, like, Lord of the flies, man. Yeah, dude. They like, and every time I think of it, I'm like, man, there was one time like this red beaver who attacked two people in one day and then got his and ended it. But um imagine getting bit by a beaver. Oh man, that, just, uh, that sounds just terrible. Like, oh, and they don't apparently they don't let go. No, they bite through I, wood, man. Yeah. I, I don't see why they would. Yeah, I, I mean, the Boy Scout troops just whittling weapons while you're just your legs getting chewed off. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I need to start a fire the right way. Maybe if he, I wonder if they just put the stick close to the beaver, the beaver just gnaw off a point and then they just start jabbing him. Yeah, just oh, like kind of like distract him. Like, oh. like a treat. Like, yeah. yeah, here, boy. Here, boy. I'm pretty sure they like the taste of wood. <laughs> Holy Special. cow. Big, big digression there. Mm hmm. Uh, what we wanted to spend this time doing is um, talking with you dudes about some uh, pretty cool stuff that you're coming out with this year. Um, you know, uh, we, we've talked about, we've talked about it to death. Next week, we're coming out with another episode about mobile hunting. We're doing some special side projects on this mobile hunting idea. Um, and you guys have been a big part of that for us. Uh, we've, we've worked with you for a while and, and used a lot of the, the gear that you made, um, but you're coming out truly with some of the most impressive things this year than you've you've ever done um and so we wanted to give you a moment to share something that we've gotten to try out um and are very excited about at tag sure so go ahead like i mean like nick all you right got, you showed us your presentation ahead of time so like i yeah. did i did so we are here to talk about the venatic saddle uh it is our new usa made ultra lightweight saddle and if you're familiar with trophy line familiar with our square pouches this is the square pouch. The entire saddle fits within here with extra room. That's the size of a so, hand. And it's a, the, the pouches. Yeah, when he I talks mean, about square pouch, it's like hangs off your saddle in the it. back when you're like throwing your rope and stuff. In there. Exactly. So this is what we send out. So this is our fanatic saddle. Once I get out of here, it is, like I said, ultra lightweight ripstop material. You can see it even on video, how lightweight it is. We have three rows of molly, the typical up the top. We have a second row of rigid molly, which might be hard to see on camera here. Um, but it's made of this hypalon material, which makes it stay open. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot easier to add gear to while you're in the tree. And then we have some gear down low here because we've had some customers reach out and say they'd like to put the load when they're climbing up the tree a bit lower on their body so it didn't yeah. pull on their hips when they're going up. So we added it a lot lower. Uh, one of my favorite features of this saddle is the waist belt itself. Yeah. So this material right here is a rubberized material that is meant to keep the saddle up on your body, but also keep your gear, you know, your shirt in while you're climbing around. Because, you know, you, know, you guys are, are out there in Michigan, we're, we're in Pennsylvania, Weston's, you know, over in Kentucky, Indiana, and it gets chilly in the winter. You know, if that your shirt starts to skirt up on the back of you, you that breeze that. comes up it's not great but this keeps everything in place and the good part is we actually made it a tube design so this waist belt here you can kind of see the buckle for mine is off to the right you can adjust where this position is inside of that tube so if you don't want the waist belt to be stacked on top of your oh. belt buckle or maybe you have a hernia or something like that that you might the buckle might actually be in the way um or just an old injury or something like that. We just wanted to make it so that people could make it even more comfortable by adjusting it. And for me, I have it right here. So there's a loop that we've designed on the waist belt that's meant to hold the excess rope bridge when you're walking in. 
Uh, but I also use this while I'm hunting. I actually put my rangefinder in there or maybe even a, a sidearm you could put right here, have an appendix while you're in the tree. Uh, if your state allows that while you're hunting. Mm -hmm. um, another one of the awesome features too is the lime loops here that are meant to fold away as you're walking in. So like if it's the middle of the night, uh, you're walking out or if it's in the morning, you're walking in. We've all got sticks and limbs caught on our gear that just oh, catch yeah. us and just drive you nuts. So the intention here is this is what's really going to be sticking out. So if it catches it, it just folds out of the way and comes off. Right. This was an idea we actually got from Matthew Tompkins because, you know, we're in the saddle world here. We're all buddies. You know, we were talking to him. Hey, we've been thinking of a few of these ideas. And he was talking to us about some ideas. So we decided to team up on a saddle like this. So we took some of the things that he gave us. And this is one of them. And, and we love it. So we took it and ran with it. Um, and then the last thing that I absolutely love about this saddle is when you're walking in and with our saddles designed the way they are, with them being wider and taller than most other brands out there to get that extra comfort, it can cause some issues while you're walking in on the back of your legs. Maybe it wants to tug on you. So what we did was we took this little molly loop here. We sewed it on the bottom um, row of the molly. And you take this loop while you're walking in and you hook it into that rigid molly that I was just talking about. And basically what it does is it cuts the saddle down in half the size. So while you're walking in with loose leg straps, none of this wants to come off your body. So you couple this with the rubberized waistband, this thing just doesn't move. And then once you get to the tree, all you have to do is pull this tab out. Boom. Now you're ready to hunt. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We spent some time wearing it. And it's like, I mean, first of all, it feels like nothing. I mean, the weight of it is. Your first feels... impression is when I hand it to you and you're like, you, I think you actually held your pinky out and I just hung it on your pinky. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a picture of that. I'll post a picture of that. Yeah. It's like, I put it out of my pinky. It's like, now I didn't always wear my saddle out. Mm -hmm. First year saddle hunting, I would put it on like so, some sort of schlep out there. And, you know, eventually Jared's like, you got you to gotta wear it out. You got to try this, you know. Mm -hmm started doing it and it's fine you know I, it worked fine but as you said like i mean it does hang a little low i mean that's what makes mm -hmm. it comfortable and that's what for a lot of time like for the most part i don't ever wear white one of those back bands mm -hmm. uh, for like more sport because it's so tall that i don't haven't really felt like i needed it um but the ability first of all to scrunch it up in the back i don't know when when i saw that i was like oh man that is sick that it's, is it's awesome and you know, some of this guys out there like myself that have no backside whatsoever, it, it's, <laughs> it's it terrible. Off. It's terrible to keep some things uh, up. So that that's been great. I, I honestly have loved wearing this thing around because it just, it doesn't move. And like you said, it's, it's almost alarming when you go to lean back sometimes and you're like, yeah. do I have this saddle on? Cause you really just forget that it's there. Uh, and, and your reaction, just like you said, is almost like anyone else who's tried it. It's like, it doesn't even feel like I have it on. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're really excited for everyone to get their hands on these things. Yeah, it's comfortable too. Right? And I, you know, we, we sat out, uh, sat in, obviously that's the first thing you do is throw it on and you swing around for a while. I watched Jared, like the whole time I'm watching him, like, are you done yet? Kept thinking like, no. okay, you're done. All right. Be, get out of there. My turn. You know, um, the, the interesting thing was that fabric that, yeah. that like lightweight it is that, is it durable? Like, is it? Strong? Oh yeah, it's a, Am it's, I gonna it's a rip lightweight it? ripstop. No, it is a ripstop material. You know, almost like a parachute material. So it's it's incredibly light. It's incredibly, um, it, it 
quick drying is the word I'm trying to. to yeah. Say here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's it's fantastic. Um, so you know we've we've taken it through some pretty gnarly areas. You know, some we haven't had it uh, for a full whitetail season yet, but uh, we did. The boys did take it up to Canada into some pretty gnarly spots to get after some some black bears, and they didn't have any issues whatsoever. You know, schlepping through the, the swamps and things like that. You know, hot, yeah. wet, and it would just kind of a lot of different elemental stuff, plus some thick, gnarly stuff as well. Yeah. Well, and, you, you and, guys were saying what? Maybe it was you, Wes, and that you that was it, Evan had taken it out bear hunting guy on yeah evan and sean yeah evan and sean yeah and yeah, they went to times. show it to levi levi morgan and yeah. there was still like blood all over it which is oh, uh yeah good well, that, there that was uh blood was on that and then some other new products that we were kind of oh yeah don't say those yet some of the yeah, stuff yeah. that you guys got to see so but uh <laughs> but yeah yeah we showed it to levi and he uh he you know he had his whole um uh, whole last year in a saddle had had a great year killed uh five bucks out of the saddle so unbelievable year and uh yeah he thought it was next level too i mean he just they him and micah sat in it for a long time it was it was pretty cool they got to sit in it and try it out and feel how comfortable it was and they had the same reaction you guys did what, what everybody did you know they like wow this thing is <laughs> it's just so different and it it seemed weird saying that because it's like at first glance if you didn't know what it was made out of and how it felt like oh right. it's just another saddle yeah and i guess like for for people this is like the, the the best thing to say would be like you know however if you've if you saddle hunted before you know just or imagine your saddle or maybe even your safety harness right like if you can feel the bulk you can feel where it's where it's uh grabbing you at where it's yeah. pinching you you know where it's putting your pre pressure points and this is so balanced all the way throughout and there's no bulk at all. I mean, it is, it's just, there's nothing there. I mean, it just feels when you lean into it, it's where the first guy we, so we snuck, we had a sneak peek attack in Pennsylvania and then Michigan, that was the second time. And we did that obviously to uh, show guys like yourself. And, and we had a lot of ambassadors going to there, but we had, you know, great time to get customers into it. And uh, first guy that set in it, he, he said kind of one of the most memorable things for me outside i think it was actually the first guy that sat in it outside of trophy line staff and he said it actually feels like it's integrated within my clothing and it kind of feels like i'm somehow attaching it to my belt like i actually don't have anything on and i was like yeah it's it's probably like if you put a new saddle hunter in there a guy that's never sat in a saddle they they would really have a hard time leaning back especially 20 feet up like they yeah. might not trust yeah, it. <laughs> so, yeah i can see that yeah, yeah totally it's just totally it's <laughs> It's just not there. And he, he actually stood up and was talking to us for a while. And he, he's like, I don't feel anything. Cause it, it just kind of sits with your shirt and it kind of feels like the weight of your shirt back there. Cause it's yeah. just, it's almost glued to that, that clothing back there. Well, and you get your yeah. hunting clothes on, you won't feel that. You're no, not going to no. feel it at all. Nope. No, we're, we're, we're stoked at how it turned out, honestly. I mean, it, all the pieces came together and you guys are familiar with our, our covert line. And we yeah. actually had, we had the uh, those micro adjust straps built in, sewn right into our saddle. We tried to have everything, you know, feature full, and you know we thought about doing that with this saddle, but it just doesn't need it. It doesn't move. You don't. It the way that this material acts, and with the, with the putting of the the molly row lower on the saddle, it wants to do that cupping on itself, and it just doesn't want to move. So you don't need those features where you're really sucking the saddle up and you're making that cupping feature to hold you in because it's just stays in place i mean it almost feels like you have a pair of lightweight um 
you know, early season pants on. That's what's holding you up in the tree. It, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you said American made, you know, you, you mentioned like working with some guys about this, but like, what's the process look like? Like R and R and D, like how long have you been working on this? What's this oh, development process look uh, like? I mean, we've been, I don't even know the exact length of time we've been working on. So essentially the second we finish something, we start working on its next iteration. Right. So covert was done. So when the covert was done, we started working on this. Uh, you know, we get a bunch of sample. I don't, I don't even know how many samples we had cooked up. Um, I mean, they're all in Sean's house right now. There's probably eight <laughs> or nine of them hanging there right now. Um, just moving through different changes we've had through different ways we did leg straps, different ways we did the molly, all of that. And we just settled on this one. Um, and once we liked it, we put it through the testing and, and that was it, honestly. But um, it's just getting all those little features done but you don't know how it's going to feel until you make that sample until you sit in it. You know, sometimes we're just, it's off season. So we're not actually hunting anything. We're just sitting in it in our yard, you know, <laughs> maybe shoot, shooting out of it, but that's kind of what you have to do. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a fun process. And it ends up with the fact that, you know, Sean and I have a bunch of one-off saddles just hanging around <laughs> in yeah. our houses, but um, it ends up with a nice process. So uh, it, many, many months, but, but we love it the whole time. I mean, Sean, Weston, Evan, and I, we're always just texting about ideas, you know, what we're going to do here. What can we do there? Um, you know, we like the way this looks or we don't like the way that looks. It's just constant. So. Yeah. You guys do a very good job of that. And I always know if I get a text from Sean and it's a picture, <laughs> like get excited. Cause he always will just say, he's like, Hey, check this out. And I'm like, what is. Oh. Yeah. We usually get that text first and then the picture, like maybe a minute or two later. So you yeah. just, He'd be like, keep it on the down low or something like that. And he'll send something that, like he sent me one like a week ago, a week ago or so that we won't say what it is right now. But it's like, holy cow, you mm-hmm. guys are, yeah, you guys are thinking. We don't, yeah. we don't stop. And it's yeah, our brains do not stop. And, 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 um, you know, a lot of our competitors are the same way, but I think we just put a, a higher level of passion towards it all just as a team. And you know, we love it. So, you know, I've always been a gear junkie that's just who I am. You know, I'm an engineer, um, by yeah. schooling and, and, and we did that before. So, you know, even when I wasn't in the industry, you know, on my lunch break, I was working on climbing sticks or a platform design that I might want to fab up myself, things like that. I was right. just doing that on my own time. So now that I'm in it, I get to do that all day long instead of doing it from 10 PM to midnight, you know, every yeah, night right. on lunch break. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny that you guys, and you could tell when we, we hung out um, just with a few of you guys at, at TAC, it's like very much passionate, very much care, and very much looking for feedback. You know, mm-hmm. um, I Definitely. tried some stuff, walked around with some stuff, which, uh, you know, um, you guys are coming out with pretty soon. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, just the amount of time, the amount of effort, the amount of care you put in is, is definitely noticeable. Um, and we've noticed it even in the different systems that we run already. Like we've, we've got the covert light. Um, and you know, I like the uh, wingman, for example, the way, you know, mm-hmm. the ideas behind the wingman, I love one X, one less stick, one X, you know, small platform. It's all you need. Or Jared likes the, whatever, um, EDP, EDP, uh, is that your favorite Jared? Is that your, I would say, I mean, I love having that extra stick, but I also like having a little bit more room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, it's the it's the comfortable between the mission um where you get the the mobility and then you just get a little bit more than the uh yeah the wingman 
Yeah. You're a little bit bigger guy than, I mean, I know right. about the size that I am, you know, and, and we can dance around a little bit easier than yeah. some of the bigger guy, bigger, bigger feet, essentially. Fat, fatter is what he's saying. <laughs> what size shoe do you have? <laughs> I'm, I'm a, like a 10 and a half, 10. I'm a 10 and a half. Oh, he's yeah. like a child, yeah, a I'm a child's eight. Yeah, yeah, child's eight, a woman's eight, four. Yeah. <laughs> You've got only ten and a half feet. I'm a, I'm a straight 11. 10 and a half, 11, depending on the shoe. Yeah. That, you know what like, that means. You're like me, James, though. Like, you know, you talk to all these ambassadors and all these industry guys over the phone, and then you meet them, and they're always taller in person. And I'm yeah. like the exact opposite. I'm <laughs> shorter in person. I didn't I'm think like, you were that short. What were you, were you, five, nine? Yeah, less, probably a yeah, five, five, eight, yeah. You're five, eight. Five, I'm eight. five, ten, not to brag. <laughs> with shoes on I, I, hate to say it. Size, <laughs> I, I hate to say it but i'm really like five nine and ju- just under five ten but like i don't know i get i, I just I, I have a hard time saying i'm not five ten and yeah. i get it's better i've got a friend who's five eleven and he goes by six foot which i i think if there's a the worst height to be it's five eleven because are you five eleven jared no i'm six foot Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there it is right there. Yeah, look at the smile. I measured, I measured with my Ariat boots on, too. Man, that blows because yeah, you can never say, be Just wear cowboy boots around. Yeah, with the cowboy boots. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, you, you, you guys are clearly committed to excellent gear um, mm-hmm. and lightweight gear. Uh, and it sounds like, is this the first of, are there, are there more things coming out this year? What, what's your plan oh, look like? So, um, you know, Total we have 11, 11 new products. At, yeah after this one um so you know we, we already came out with the sling pack this year and you know we have the Venatic. we showed off a couple other products at TAC that are going to be coming out in can august can you say any of so, those yet can we like yeah, reference I mean, them at all they're out there we talked to we showed a vinyl harness and a and a frame pack frame packs uh going to be geared towards more whitetail and uh mule, mule deer style yeah. um of carrying things out because you had and, and you brought up customer feedback and that kind of came from that we had people reaching out to us that liked our pack designs they liked our caves our, our our plateau and they said a lot of our ambassadors actually just like you guys and that too yeah and wanting to pack meat out or actually self-filming you know yeah. wanting something that too more you know firm and rugged so yep so we basically just you know for for some of the, for the frame pack there we took the case design and we beefed it up we added meat hauling features we added the lightweight frame made it adjustable like we did for the plateau for any person's body and you know when we showed it off at both pa and michigan tax we got a really good response to it um you know we're really really happy about that and you know like i said we have the vinyl harness we have the rangefinder those things uh we showed off because you know they're pretty much at their final state and we're going to be having them for sale here in in late august is the plan uh and trying to keep them at reasonable rates you know because that's another thing we get with customer feedback is um things are expensive right now people are paying five Mm. over five dollars a gallon um so you know they're trying to figure out where's the best way to spend my money so we're still trying to do all those feature rich products while keeping our costs down as best as we can um so it's it's tough but what we're doing, what we can, you know, um, trying to keep some of our, even our shipping stuff down. So we don't have as many decorated boxes and things like that. Cause that, that cuts down our overhead so we can have the price be cheap. Yeah. So smart. Uh, we intentionally didn't release stuff. You know, there, there's a lot of ATA hype and different things like that. Right. Like there normally is, but mm-hmm. you know, this is when actually people are really starting to pay attention, get excited, you know, like everything's serious. Turkey season's done with, you know, for the most part, like, 
fishing might even be getting a little bit slow, just really muggy, hot days. And you're like starting to think about whitetail, starting to think about yep. whatever. Yeah. So. No, we're there. We're, we're a bit too perfectionist too. I think like, um, you know, I don't think I could show off at ATA what we were working on at the time because it wasn't quite there wasn't where we wanted it. Yep. Like, I don't like showing something that's 80%, you know, I might show you when it's 95 or 90, but I'm not doing yeah. it at 75 or 80. So. Yeah. I, um, the plateau pack, is it, have you, are you guys even selling that? Is that out yet? So the plateau pack's definitely out. Uh, it's, it's actually out of stock currently. We're waiting the next shipment to come okay, in. And it's been it. an amazing, the plateau has been an amazing seller for us. That, that deluxe fanny pack has been really popular with people. It's really popular with guys that one stick or use the wingman because it carries really well. Yeah. Um, that's just, you know, intriguing to me. That was the one I was like, usually I, I bring a frame pack out. But like some of the spots, it would be really nice just to have that super light, you know, very awesome. minimalist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's great. You know, and it's, it's still holds, it's 1200 cubic inches. So it can still hold a lot of gear. Right. But what we did was we took all those that wasted space on your shoulders there and we put those quick detached straps because it's like, why not hang a platform there? Yeah. It's just going to be open anyhow. It still lets your back breathe and it still lets you get that airflow so you don't sweat up when you're walking in. But there's a ton of storage on that. So that's been a really popular option for guys, nice. like you said, that want that lightweight option yeah. to then yeah. have the heavier weight option in late season. That's you can reach, yeah. You can reach back as you're climbing up to just grab that mm -hmm. platform, you know, undo one just with one hand and actually bring it around and hang it. So, dude, I love, I, I think of October 1 when it's like maybe 70 degrees, 75 <laughs> degrees when you're hunting and you don't want all that crap on your back. You get sweaty back. You like, get slack every you get swacky every year it's like the same thing you hope for like that that really early cold front and it's never that way and it's always sweaty and sticky and you're you're happy but like you're also sweaty and you got yeah. all this crap it's like why do i have a frame pack right now i don't have any crap to bring out you know if i kill a deer i can always cut it up or you know, i can do a lot of things i'm not you know i'm not going five miles back for for this deer so th that makes a whole lot of sense yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, that frame pack that we are coming out with, it's starting super lightweight and kind of minimalistic from that. That's what we're calling it. You know, it's, it's definitely an idealistic whitetail pack because you yeah. are going in lightweight, you're going minimal, you can carry your gear, but you can take, you can take that first load out or, yeah. you go, and it's cool because that sling will come up over top and it'll go right over top of all your saddle gear, you know, yeah. just go right over everything, which is really neat. So yeah, I, I packed out a, a few different animals last year um and that is it is really nice to be able to just like well i don't have to come back i can just throw it all in my i was walking out of the woods got talking to a guy on the walk out he's like oh i heard you shoot he's like well are you where's your deer i'm like oh he's it's back here i'm like pointing to my back he's like what do you mean he's an older guy he had like never heard of this he's like what you threw it in your backpack i'm like yeah it's check i'm like showing him uh he blew his mind you know i yeah. orders you know, all, all the, you know, extra meat, tenderloins, loins, stuff like that. And he's like, I mean, again, to not have to go back and go back again and, and go back and forth, especially that was a spot right to boat in. Um, it was nice. It was really handy. Yeah. That's my preferred method anymore. After I started actually cutting it up myself, I just like packing them out. Cause I can, I've got a refrigerator. I just put them right in there and then age them in the early season. You yeah. Know, uh -huh. that, so, so do you cut, when you do that, just side note you you quarter them out mm -hmm. you throw it in your bag and you, what do you do you throw the quarters full in the fridge or what how do you how yeah do you... it's a fridge freezer hybrid because i started cutting my own meat i had a little chest freezer 
So in the early season, I, you know, when I'm actually right about now, I'm starting to kind of run low. I'll switch everything over to the little freezer because it has yeah. enough room. And I'll turn that on fridge for summer vegetables. But then when deer season comes around, I'll age them. And then by the time it gets cold enough, I've got two, three does, you know, cut up or we're eating them already. So I switched it over to freezer mode. So I'll just take a big stainless steel tub and I'll put it directly into the, into the refrigerator. And, and you just lay them in there? Yep. Uh, it's a stand up. So I just, I'm able to, yeah, just lay them all in there and do it for a couple of days. So. Listen, yep. listen to this. I, I just got like the biggest slap in the face from my wife. So every year we, this just reminded me of this. Uh, we get a half cow right? We get the whole half cow, you get all the cuts and everything. This year, she's like, well, we're, you did a bear hunt. You've got some deer. We're doing caribou. Like, I'll just do a quarter, right? Quarter, quarter cow. That, that'll get us by. She just made me call and go back up to a half, which <laughs> makes me wonder, here. like, no confidence. <laughs> what'd I do, man? Like, has she, she just seen me shoot? She saw you shooting out in the yard. She's like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. She's like, look at that guy. He's always high. He's got target yep. panic. <laughs> better get yeah. that half cow otherwise we're gonna start not make it through the winter you know yep yeah it's a low blow yeah uh, fridge aging is definitely my preferred method as well i'll quarter them out and i stick that whole quarter in shoulders hind quarters whatever and i'll leave it in there for a week typically do you, do you hang me. it in there or do you just lay it in so if i have the space if there's not you know kids juice cups or whatever in there then i will <laughs> put them in there that's no, why I, I, I got the base I got the basement fridge just for the, the deer season, but occasionally, you know, it gets full to whatever the kids goodies want in there. So if I have the space, I'll stand them up. I'll actually take a, one of those adjustable shower rods, like you yeah. can twist the tension and I'll put those through the, the hind quarters. Like you would cut to hang them from. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And the shoulders, I'll just, you know, girth hitch something around the one hand and hang them. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I if I have that. the space. I always bank on it being cold enough, you know, like I'll hang it up in my oh. fridge or for my, in my garage. And sometimes it's just not cold enough. It, it hasn't well. been though. Like literally the it past. It really time, hasn't been. It's, it's like, I remember like, uh, yeah, hell in the rut, it was getting up way past 55 degrees. You know, it was getting. Is this, it. is this what global warming is doing to us? <laughs> I think Are so. we being global warmed? Maybe I get. I, I have a theory. Everything is moving one month. It's just shifting a month. Yeah. The whole mm. darn things. We just got to switch so. our calendar. You know, right that's, now that's it's what I mean. May. I, 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 yeah. Let's do that. And I'm, I'm cool with it. Then we're fine. It's not global and warming. Keep, and get rid of daylight savings. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> Thank May, you. Only Jared, keep, Jared for president. Only <laughs> keep daylight savings if it means I can get a hunt in before work. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, What's that? Is that savings or whatever it is? I want to be able to do that, or maybe a, a nice eat afternoon hunt. It's the after work one. That's it's the killer when they take that hour away and you can't go mm-hmm. after work anymore. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking of. It's all of a sudden it's like, well, work's done now. I guess it's dark outside. I guess I'll go to bed. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's light out till ten thirty during the summer. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, that, that's not right. That's Michigan for you though. We will stay late. Like there's light in the sky till ten thirty at night. Yeah, I did yep. notice that when I was up there. It was like I love it. it I little, love that. Yeah, and I'm I was uh, I'm eight hours south of well, where Crystal Mountain was. Yep, southern Indiana, but it was definitely different for me. Yeah, I um I'm headed to Alaska 
And they say like, hey, man, there's like not really any dark when you're there. And I'm like, I'm already used to that, man. That is summer in Michigan. Like as yeah, a kid, I remember going to bed like Michigan's birds outside. Alaska. Yeah. I mean, we've got moose. We've got bears. Yeah. <laughs> we've got some wolves. <laughs> we've got long nights. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, sure. We've got a lot of bugs. Second to last frontier. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do, have, you do have a lot of bugs. Yes, we do. Yeah. I'm a bug guy. Crystal Mountain was my second time in Michigan. That first time was in the UP, and I'll, oh my God, the bugs. It was oh, dude. unrelenting. Canadian Army? Yeah, it was, that was something else. That'll, That'll change a man. Yeah, it will. <laughs> they just they like the bug spray, they lick it yeah. off. <laughs> Gonna have a bad time. <laughs> so I, I gotta ask I mean, this podcast will go out July 1, the release of this new saddle um how i mean will it be immediately like will we be able to go out and buy it on the website or like right now can we go and buy it as in today july 1st july 1st so if a product is on our website for sale we have it and we're ready to ship it to you we have always had that mentality where if we're not going to take your money until we have something to send you and that's not going to change so uh on july 1st when you add this to to your cart and hit checkout that saddle's on the way to you yeah and this will be these will be the saddles jared and i will absolutely be running this year uh like and i know we've been making fun of people that say i run this or run that in the hunting world because you can run a bow you can run sights or binoculars but we will be running running them saddles i think i really want to i i think that the plateau pack might be like Mm -hmm. it's speaks to me the plateau especially pack that, man, that's a sweet especially combo. if you like the wingman if, if you like the wingman that plateau pack carries it so well mm-hmm. i'll it send you a few sense. pictures when we're down here so you can see how i've been loading it up oh yeah for sure how yep, you've been but, running it how you've been running it yeah, i've been running it that's right <laughs> yes no we'll it's all be, we'll all be in the venatic uh saddle this like we're all pretty excited about it and you know evan sean got to got to really test it out in canada but I mean, I know just from how comfortable it is. I'm, I'm super excited to run it. And oh yeah. What's great about being us is like, we're just as excited. Like it feel when you guys do these kind of things that like we are giddy, we're texting about it mm-hmm. because it Im- impacts us so much and what we do, you know what I'm saying? Like it's fine. It's like, there's a lot of gear that like we'll have upgrades and it's cool and everything. And like, usually it's like, like a little better, a little better, but man, something like this, it's like game changer. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it is a significant upgrade from like where you're going. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, the value it's going to be at uh, $299.99. So that's what we'll be, we'll be at if you want to purchase it. And um, you know, the value is definitely, you know, covert light, you get the saddle kit, you get the ropes, the carabiners, but you know, for the guys that already have, you know, that or another saddle, they've already got, you know, all the ropes, carabiners, whatever they might need to send their, yeah, they, you know, this is, this is, it's like, it's kind of like bumping up your base layers or bumping up your, your, when you're, you're talking about hunting clothing, like going with that lightweight, nice material, you can run for seven days on the mountain, pack away real tight. Like this is it's the upgrade. And I will say like, it's, it's got that ultralight mentality, but it doesn't have like a minimalistic mentality. Exactly. It's yep. like, it is, it has got a ton of features that make it, you know, super useful from that little hook to just, you know, moving the belt around that rubberized waist waistband. It's, it's it's feature loaded for sure and i think people will you know it's like picking up your first piece of like tech clothing 
like yeah. really notice it. Like, oh, there's a zipper here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I, know. Is... I can slide something in here. It's yeah. when you go from those cotton, you know, hunting clothes to like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is Merino. Oh, you know. Yeah, what's Merino about, you know? Like, well, uh, well, and one thing I noticed is that little, that little loop on your belt for holding the extra yeah. uh, strap. Rope bridge there. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so smart. Yeah. You, you know, you can, you can take it. And if you take the slack out, you can actually move that belt like his thumb hole a little bit too. Oh, um, smart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you take the slack out of the belt, cause that rubber grip will kind of grip it, but you can, you can move it around. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's just well thought out and it's, it's, it's going to be awesome. I mean, you know, you, you know how it is when you first get into saddles is like, you know, if you sit in it, that's what makes the difference. Like you yeah. can tell you right then and there, but, yep. uh, but I think this will actually speak for itself when people just, you know, see the the weight on it and see everything else, like see all these features. And, um, you know, we've got a ton of guys with, with their butts in it already, like you guys have, that will be, you know, showing it off. So it'd be pretty cool. Jared farted in, in that. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. And you put it on next. Good thing that, that's riff, good thing that riff stops breathable. <laughs> yeah. That's good why thing, I didn't go it? to Michigan. Mine that's doesn't smart. have any Jared farts on it right now. Jared, you know what? That's your loss, right? That's uh, hot that's thinking up his... that's, that's when they opened the trailer when it got home from Michigan. It was still in there. Oh, man, we got to wash this gear. Jared's been in it. No, it's just Jared, but. <laughs> well, we'll be there. Uh, everybody who's listening, honestly, try it out. Get your get your butt in one of these saddles. Like, if you've never hunted in a saddle at all, try it. Like, maybe you won't like it. Maybe it's not for you, but, like, give it a shot. We are high on it uh, for many reasons that we've covered in umpteen podcasts in the past posts and everything else. Um, this one in particular, uh, like I said, we're very excited for it. It's, there's nothing else like it out there um, and, and go check it out. Uh, Weston, Nick, um, thanks for taking the thanks, time. Guys. Thank you for showing us. Um, and everybody, like I said, Trophy Line, go follow them anywhere, wherever you are. Check out um, the things they're putting out. You're, you're going to really, really like what you see. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, and pleasure hanging out with you guys and St. Ambrose Cellars. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we'll yeah. be doing it again. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm excited to see what the season brings, especially with your guys' hunts that you guys have lined up. And I know we've been even working together on some cool projects that will be coming out later later this year. So it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, That's a lot of fun. Coming. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe. You know, it really helps us out. keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five-star Either way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd helps cool. everyone out. We'll see you out there.